Tonight we're talking the scariest horror movies of all time. Stay tuned. Don't smoke. That's what it'll do to you. Talking Junk Network, where entertainment lives. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to... Tonight's episode is sponsored by Dizzle, the premium liqueur. Mango, cognac, and tequila together gives you this concoction that is 80 proof and mixes with virtually everything. I have not found a bad mix for this yet. So go right now to the dizzlebrand.com and see what distributor is going to ship it to you the fastest and the cheapest. Get it for fucking Valentine's Day. Oh, excuse me, Valentine's Day. Halloween. We are on Halloween. I don't understand. I'm skipping. This Dizzle got me skipping some months, but this will make a great addition to any Halloween party. You just love Halloween a lot. This episode is also brought to you by Heaven's Pantries Excalibur, the chocolate energy bar, the one and only vegan brownie that has six simple ingredients dates cashews almonds coca powder coconut oil and sea salt great for any trick-or-treater except the ones allergic to nuts stay cautious Is there supposed to be no sound?
You all now have seven days to live. Yay. Welcome to the break room. Happy fucking Halloween. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm doing good. Had a nice night out with my girl, and now I'm here on the break room. And I'm ready to... And I'm not always, uh, and I'm not, I'm I'm always ready to not know what the fuck uh, half fail movies are talking about since I'm probably younger than most of the movies you guys are going to be talking about. So, well, even if you're not younger than most of the movies that we're talking about, you have probably haven't still seen half of them. That's probably correct as well. Dre, what's going on? I'm all right. Just ready to see this list. Well, we're going to do a little something different tonight. Notice on the graphic I didn't put top 10. We were going to do a top 10. And I stumbled across this list. Broadbandchoices.co.uk started a uh, scientific research back in 2020 called science of scare and they take uh they take people strap them to heart monitors put uh scary movies on for them and they uh monitor which ones are the scariest they update the list every year so we're gonna read from the 2020 list uh the 2022 list i'm curious on like it's probably different for each person right yeah. Yeah. It is, but that's why they have a group of people. I suppose you could just put up like a mean, like, uh, between, like, you know, all the people who are scared of what movie and whatnot. So I'm just curious, how many people did they test it on? Does it say? Well, let's get let's get to the to the article and we'll figure it out. Yeah, I do want to see how they did the experiment too, if you can read the details on that. Sightly, sightly. The scariest movies, according to science, 2022 update. We hooked up a bunch of monkeys to brain monitors and had them watch the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Curious, you didn't hear any of the audio from that? No, none. Great. (laughs) Great indeed. Anyway, jury's out on that one. I'm going to put you as my debt, all my debt in my will. You're going to take all my debt. You're going to die with it, too. I got enough of my debt. I don't want that. You're going to take it. What if it kills me? <laughs> Whether it's zombies, ghosts, or anything else that goes bump in the night, is there anything better than a good horror movie? But of the hundreds of horror flicks, which is the ultimate king of Fright Night? Our scientific study tracked heart rates throughout some of the world's most iconic horror films to study the science of scary and find the undisputed scariest horror film of all time. The Science of Scare Project, is there anything better than a truly terrifying movie? One that gets your heart pounding, makes you jump out of your seat or sleep with the lights on. You don't think so? And that's why... Since 2020, the Science of Scare Project from Broadband Choices has set out to scientifically measure the scariest forms of entertainment available. 
with such a wide variety of streaming services, giving us endless supply of horror films at our uh, fingertips, it can be hard to know which can give you a true fright, uh, a true fright night, and which our child's play. That's why in 2020, Broadband Choices founded the Science of Scare Project, an experiment to cate uh, categorically find the scariest movies in existence based on what get hearts pumping and pulses racing. Now, in its third year, the Science of Scare is back and bigger than ever, tracking both the scariest movies and video games ever made. Ooh, I didn't know about that one. No, this page focuses on the movie side of our study. The results for the scientifically scariest video games can be found over our sister study page here. Maybe we'll do that one next year. How to measure the movie, uh, the scariest movies. Each year, the Science of Scare Project curates a list of the most terrifying feature-length movies and puts them on our panel, 250 victim test subjects. You know what? How much do they pay these scientists? Because I want to just sit there and just hook people up to a heart monitor and just have them watch movies, sit in the background, smoke a cigarette. You know? Nah, I'm good with the cigarette. I'll, I'll die before the first movie's over. <laughs> it's so scary it killed you. It wasn't the cigarette. It was the cigarette. What are you talking cold, about, Jay? What do you mean what I'm talking about? They prescribed cigarettes for asthma back in the 1800s. That's why all those asthma patients back then died. <laughs> all right, go ahead, continue. <laughs> Post-COVID, our test subjects are invited to special screenings of our movies in our screening rooms, where they are fitted with special heart rate monitors, and their heart rate is tracked throughout the movie. Uh, under researcher supervision. From here, we measure the average impact of uh, our shortlisted movies. Uh, whoa, where the fuck was I? From here, we measure the average impact our shortlisted movies had on the heart rate, measured in BPM of our subjects, compared to the average resting BPM of the total sample size, which each year has been 64 beats per minute. To prevent audience fatigue, our screenings take place over the course of several weeks throughout the year, before we publish our results in October, just in time for Halloween. To decide what films to screen, we take recommendations from the most frightening films from horror experts, critics, best of lists, online communities, in particular horror, and our own personal picks. Excuse me. More on our scare list and selection process can be found at the bottom of this page. Scare list and selection process. We only use people over the age of 40 with heart conditions. So how does it sound so far? What, what do you think? I, sounds fair enough. I mean, shit. The premise itself is simple. Strap people up to a chair, have them put heart monitors on them, and just have them watch a bunch of fucking scary movies. Yeah, bro. <coughs> I don't think this is really anything too special to, so far. No, not really. In 2021, our study ranked Rob Zombie's low-budget Zoom-based horror, Host, as the scariest movie of all time. 
narrowingly edging, uh, edging our previous winner, Scott Dickerson's Sinister, as the most scientifically scary movie uh, ever made. But would a newcomer be able to take his crown in 2022? The answer, no. Despite being shot in just 12 weeks uh, and entirely through Zoom video conferencing, host terrified our audience. Niggas. What's good, bro? Welcome, Talon. The fuck am I looking at? You're looking at me. I thought I saw something a little fruity. You know what, Jay? It said it's not a real fucking campfire, so you can throw that dust in it that makes the screen flash. <laughs> That's where the yeah, that'd be hot. But, uh, <laughs> but come on, look at this filter. I don't have to do shit. Is like it, what is that filter. the white face filter? It's it's a campfire filter that I just get closer to the thing like I'm a ghost. You have G, it's like you have Gene Simmons that went balding trying to tell you a story in the dark. You look like you're part of a Nordic metal band nobody's heard of. <laughs> and it's like the fucking embers are like a church burning in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you're being burned alive. Rejoice. Be okay. So, sir, since you're just joining us, and for those of you that are just joining us live or just tuning in from somebody else's earbuds because they're listening to us on the uh, podcast platforms, we're reading from Broadband Choices, Scariest Movies of All Time. They uh, have a project called Science of Scare that they started in 2020, uh, which they hook up their... uh, subjects to heart monitors through a 12-week process and they uh figure out what the scariest movies of all time wait, 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 wait. you said it was a scientific process what's the control do they just have like a plant just get strapped up no the control is them they said they the average they they do it from the average uh heartbeat and it was 64 beats per minute gotcha gotcha that was the, okay cool also, they're gonna be so misleading because there's a lot of movies also, that are really scary, but they'll have a part where you know it, nothing's happening and the music is starting to get really intense, and then they'll just jump scare you to death now, right? Or, well, not all of them have jump scares, I believe. Most of the some, I, I was just gonna say, like, a lot of if it's not a jump scare, then it's usually uh, like grotesque gore that they just don't part like pan away from. So they like, it forces you to look at something crazy, and it's more so the ick factor of seeing stuff grotesque as opposed to being scared. Like there's not really any horror anymore. It's Zombie just movies. getting you to be queasy or uneasy with what you're seeing. I beg to differ. There, there are some movies now that I find uh, are becoming their own type of horror genre, and I find it becoming my favorite nice and slowly, which are the ones that they give you this sense of dread through the whole fucking movie. No, nah, it's just they, lame as fuck, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> I like that, too. I was going to say, did you, have you guys ever see The Platform? No, I've never seen the platform. Is that the oil rig movie? 
No, it's the movie where like a bunch of people get like it's part of like this like societal experiment where they take a bunch of prisoners and random people who volunteer and put them inside of this giant tower that has like a hundred levels and like there's a fucking food platter that goes all the way down that feeds them once per day. And it's supposed to be like an allegory for like how no, to solve. I think no, I think Jasmine seen that movie. I know what movie you're talking about. I know what movie you're talking about. That's not horror per se, but that's what horror. You said, Dre, you said that, you know what movie they're talking that Dre's talking about. I know I mean, what Darby's movie talking Darby's talking about. And I you and see I see his movie, point right? too. Like to me, that kind of shit is not really scary. Where they feed them once a day, but it fucks with you. Level. But yeah, it's oh, a different. Yeah. It's a different type of horror concept. Like and it's also conceptual too. It's not just an allegory for like, hey, this is just not like a giant horror tower. This is supposed to be an allegory for society the way it is, like classism. Yeah, yeah horror movies are never really that scary to me anyway. There's just the concepts is what's scary or shit like that. Whoa. The kind of movies I'm talking about are more like uh, The Witch or Hereditary. Yeah, those uh, those are fucking lame, bro. Midsummer, no. Nah, yeah, that movie was good. so fucking lame to me. Like, I, let me guess. Why? Let me guess. You're a hipster who hates the Blair Witch Project. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with that. They're lame as fuck because they're not scary. Blair Witch Project was scary. I'm not no. talking about that. Hereditary, about Hereditary Midsummer. Oh, okay. No, Hereditary. <laughs> Was just all over the fucking place and creepy to where you couldn't get off edge. And in that regard, it was done well in pacing. But the fucking the movie is kind of stupid. Like it's just not gripping. Um, like like the lighthouse, not a horror film at all. A good movie, not a horror film. Midsummer, good movie, not a horror film unless you're a dude that is attracted to women and you have a vindictive <laughs> bitch for a girlfriend. Like it's really. It's underwhelming to me in terms of horror. Horror should really creep up in your mind, not just be a thought experiment in a creepy place. That's that's just too simple. What's your Hereditary thought on Black almost Phone? did it, but it, it kind of lost it at the end for me. What movie well, wait, 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 lost it? it at the end? Hereditary lost it at the end for me. The end lost you? No, nah, I thought I thought well, like, I thought right, it was a really good. I thought it was a very well written, scary movie. To be honest, right? I, I liked it up until the end where it seemed. It seemed like it lost some of his character for me, but I might be willing to watch it again because it was good. But I don't you, think it's. You should scary. probably watch it twice because you, you you're gonna miss a lot of that movie on the first watch through. You're gonna like, miss like a saying, lot of it on the second watch also. They're not bad high. movies, but it's not scary. It, well, at least it wasn't for me. It wasn't a scary movie. It was more like a. It was far more thriller esque, although comparatively, Hereditary is much more of a horror than Midsummer. But yeah, they didn't come off like true horror to me if you really get into hereditary you'll find that the whole fucking shit is actually set up within the whole fucking subplot of the movie it's fucking bananas maybe i'm gonna keep count of how many movies i haven't seen that you guys talk about so far we're at one you're gonna keep count of how many movies which you one seen? hereditary i never hereditary i never seen it Oh, it's you know what? I well, also one part of that. I think the hype behind that movie also just didn't meet like it, it was hyped up so heavy to me that once I finally saw it, I was like, Y'all were acting like this was the <laughs> of the, the decade. It was not right. That. Well, people did co- they did say that it was uh scarier than The Exorcist, you said it was, just or it was the exorcist of time. its time, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like to get that moniker, that was just marketing, and I and 
again, a good movie, but not the scariest film ever created. One of the though. Yeah, for for, am, for some, for some. I'm not gonna say that not, but for me, yeah. On IMDb's list of 100, it made number two. Fuck them. The fuck yeah, that's it? way too fucking high. I bet it made up the thing. Yeah, that's, that's actually way too high. Like, and I expect a movie like that to make it. Guys, you gotta realize ooh. that there's probably NPCs writing these articles too. Definitely. But I, I, I could see that movie being put very high based off of like what Hollywood says. But when it comes to all the real scary movies, that shit is not that scary. Not I, even. I can, I can maybe see it in the top twenty, top fifteen, but definitely not top five. For me, y'all, ever, y'all ever seen the Langoliers? The Langoliers. The yeah, Langoliers. No, I've, I've seen definitely that. seen that pop up in when I'm yeah. like channel surfing for a movie, but I've never checked it out. Good I love, how, I love how Darby says he's, he's going to tell us a bunch of movies he hasn't seen, and so far he's said a bunch of movies nobody else has seen. <laughs> I've heard of them. <laughs> no, like the uh, the platform. I, I know what he's. I, I know what he's talking about. I didn't watch that movie. In the Langoliers, I I I've heard of that, but I have no idea what that movie. It was about. originally a Stephen King book, and it's basically about like a plane that like goes out of time, and then like there's like these interdimensional creatures that hunt after them that basically work on like people going insane from like the lack of contact from like any human being since they're the only human beings left in the entire area. And then like start pieces of the entire area around them start like going missing. Like a room that was there is no longer there anymore. Or the walls start changing colors, like shit like that. Like it's, it's, it's scary in the sense that throughout the entire movie, there's just a sense of everything is wrong. Everything is off. And that's just that grinding dread that is unique to that movie. It's better. I don't know. I like the book better. It was originally, I think I said that already. Yeah. Book by Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. So you want to know they? You want to know the list from all three years, and then we'll compare it to. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. We also have here uh, Rolling Stones magazine 101 best horror movies of all time. We have the Esquire 78 scariest movies of all time. We have uh, mainstream filth. We don't need it. They're going to give us the same scary movies we've been hearing about since we were kids, dog. And some for, of for those of you who haven't seen <laughs> The Exorcist. I think I, I saw it. All right, so I've been making my way to it, but I haven't been on streaming when I've been watching. What movie did you say? The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Yeah, it's not scary. I mean, for its time, it was revolutionary. For its okay. time, yes, say that's that. a different argument. That's like the original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, it looked great at the time, but then you watch it now and it's like, oh. I, I kind of appreciate <laughs> that, though, because it's it's a stepping stone nice. showing where we come from, but you're right. I it's like it. definitely like, ah, uh, that looks so fucking fake now, even though it's more real. Technically. It's like Star well, Trek that's, OG. That's a different concept, though, when you're talking like CGI and graphics. Like, yeah, of course, a movie in 1977 is not going to look as good as a movie that came out last year. But, it's like right. Star, it's like Star Trek OG. You like see the effects. You're like, ah, that was supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> OG Star Trek is great. Uh, just is just great. stunt coordination alone. <laughs> yeah, people people fighting with like a mixture of karate chops and kicks and exploding consoles. Gra- it's great. Grabbing uh, both of your hands together to do an overhand closed fist hit. 
Like, what the fuck are you doing, Kirk? <laughs> He's reverting back to his caveman form. Right, without the rock in his hands. <laughs> he couldn't find a rock. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. There's no rocks on the spaceship. You just have to slam them to a console, and the console explodes because it's filled with plasma gas. Speaking to that same lane, how do y'all... I know we're, we're supposed to be ranking here, but how do y'all feel about... Um, the classic 80s horror films and like late 70s films and how they are of their time and for their time they were amazing but perhaps nowadays all that scariness is gone by the lack of certain effects are there any movies that stick out to you that you're like they aged well or they definitely did not because being as you guys know someone who is relatively late to uh, classic horror um there's it's been an enjoyable watch but it's also been far more hilarious than I know they were meant to be. Freddy Krueger, Night on Elmo, that that's borderline funny to me. To the watch. very first one is the only one that could probably uh, have elements of scares. And and I I literally mocked that movie with a TikTok after I watched it. But I enjoyed the fuck out of it. But it was so funny to me. Child's Play, funny to me. Original Alien, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Hellraiser is bit. such a random fucking movie with like no purpose. I love that though. I didn't like the original at all. I fucking love the original Hellraiser, but it was yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of like so how they did the remake, random. but I didn't like the original. It was like a bunch of producers got together with like different ideas of what horror meant. Did a whole shit ton of coke and then wrote up some shit and was like, all right, we have a bunch of teenage girls go to a mansion, and then there's this chick and a dude who got problems at the beginning. Somehow oh, oh, he has to stay in the attic. <laughs> yeah, right. Like what the fuck? <laughs> but that said, and then he gets eaten like, by the house. Films like the first Alien, specifically the first one, and then not the original thing. Dude, the first Alien still kicked ass. What are you talking the, about? Huh? Dude, the first Alien scene where the fucking alien bursts out of the dude's chest—that shit's still visceral. No, no, no. I said that. I said uh, in comparison to. I mean, is it really visceral? Like the, you can still see it on the fucking strings and fucking uh, metal there, rod. There, there wasn't a whole bunch of strings on camera, Jay. Relax. It was a classic by a master uh, cinematographer and shit. Bro, you can see the metal rods. I'll put it up on screen right now. Metal rods, perhaps, but don't don't say strings. Give the man a little credit. It is practical effects. <laughs> that said. Uh, Talking to that, like the I hate the crew of the first alien, and I fucking love Sigourney Weaver. I, I can't stand the crew, they're all idiots. She should have left them on the planet. As soon as they said let us in the fucking ship, she said, Nah, I'm getting the fuck out of here, y'all stupid. See, Great that's, movie. That's but another like thing, that's another thing, thing about old eighties horror movies is that they have some fucking lemmings as side characters. I can, I can believe it. Cause like in an actual horror movie scene, like if you guys were actually in a horror movie. We maybe us would be we'd be able to like figure out something, but at the same time, uh, after you know some of the people that you know me and Jade, no, uh, yeah, some of the geriatrics. No, not that. <laughs> some of the people that me and Jade know just we have coworkers. Nah, not even that, dude. Just some, just some people. We the if you if 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 you know like what I mean, like they're fucking retarded. There's actual people out there. There are gerbils of intelligence. I wouldn't be surprised if they sit there and watch a monster just come right at them and rip them to shreds. That that's why we have those people in movies, I guess. Somebody got to slow down the monster for five minutes. Well, it's not even unrealistic. 
It's not. Jay, and, have and, you, like, Jay, have you met some fucking gerbils in your life? Yes. <laughs> there you go. He thought of one right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, but what I wanted to say was, like, compared, like, Nightmare at Elm Street or, um, uh, was it fucking, uh, it's not called Jason, but the first Jason movie. Um, Friday the 13th? Yeah, Friday the 13th. Uh, they're good really in their good, own though. rights for certain things, but because their special effects have aged the way they are, they're kind of funny. Whereas something like Alien or The Thing, the first remake in the 80s, oh, dude, that the shit, even though crazy. it has practical effects, has some of the most wild shit you will ever see in a movie. It's creepy as fuck to look at. It's body horror, but like it's body horror. It's not just being visceral. It's also telling a story. There's this fucking thing. They don't know what it is, but goddamn it, you don't want it to fucking get you. And it's getting into people, and they don't know who it is. And like, and you're in fucking Antarctica, it, which added to the horror. Nowadays, a lot of like, it seems like either the horror is kind of cheapskate a little bit, oh, or the story oh. is cheapskate a little bit. You Did know? you all you all seen Twenty Eight Days Later? That's not eighties, I know, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, movie. Yeah, yeah. So you know how at the end of Twenty Eight Days Later, the funny thing is like how Wait. the entire country's going to shit. They see a plane flying normally overhead. Yep, that shit's like that's like that's little things like that in horror movies. I love too. There's like a brief peak in enormity, then right back into shit. No reason why I like Silent Hill the game. Silent Hill the first movie. The the movie uh, sucked. The movie the- sucked. Fucking cocks. I, I, okay, I, cool effects. The the first one had nothing to do with the game. Oh no, yeah. was a second because, one? I remember now. That not be, because yeah, there was a second one. Time out, time out. There was game. a second one. Yeah, there was a second yeah, one. Yeah, there was. Game. But that one Silent Hill in 3D. Like Dick. The the first one though, it did try. Even though it was doing original story stuff, it did try to do it, it well. It definitely nailed the atmosphere well. It's just that the story was kind of dumb. Colin, you want to know why it failed? Like immediately, the second that Pyramid Head showed up, the reason why they're not supposed to be able to comprehend Pyramid Head is because Pyramid Head is a manifestation of the original main character in Silent Hill's guilt. They just had him on there because that oh, Pyramid Head. <laughs> right, that's what I'm talking about. Like it was, it was inspired by Silent Hill, but it wasn't actually Silent Hill. And that's what drug it down. But if it was a horror movie by any other name, it would at least be mid. You know, it wouldn't be considered as terrible as it was because it still had Akira Yamaoka in there and some shit. Like it definitely had some aspects. But Akira Yamaoka was just the music maker. Yeah, but that's 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 an essential part of the the thing. He made the music for Silent Hill. That's that's where we all got hopes from. It was like, okay, well, they're getting somebody from the actual series involved, so. Maybe it'll be there. And they, they got at least the atmosphere, I'd say. But yeah. everything else could have been reworked. Yeah. Well, and Heather, Heather was a cunt. What? And I, I, I'm not going to lie. I will not forget when that man Pyramid Head just snatched the skin off a bitch body. Yeah, that you know, fun. it's it's visceral and it looked cool, but it's like, that's not, that's not, you're not. It's not scary. It's just. It's not, it's also, if you're like, if you know the game story and you've played the game, you're just watching it and you're like, this isn't. This isn't right. It's just like the Terrifier. Terrifier is that actually just... any good. I keep seeing that pop up. It's classified as a horror movie, but it's it's the concept is pretty cool. Like the 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 main character himself, he's he's scary and creepy. It's, it's he's a mime. He's not a, just a clown. 
<laughs> He's French. He's creepy. There are elements to him that are fucking bananas, but no, it, it's it's more shock and awe than anything. Yeah, I'm not a fan of horror that's shock and awe. It's 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 easy to do that. It's hard to actually like. It's I am impressed more so by films that can build up a sense of creepiness or weirdness as opposed to jump scares, which is why I, I can appreciate... Even, I couldn't even play a clip of that movie right now without getting banned for life. So don't do it. I no, mean... Do it. I mean, it. to be honest, uh, Jay, can you not go to YouTube and find clips? Or no? Uh, let's see. I think you should do it. Because if it's already on YouTube, there's precedence. Just don't get something that has like fifty views. I could play the trailer, but yeah, but play the trailer so we get a vibe of it. Since it's, I'll play the first yeah. one. We need the vibe. Vibe check, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Jay sent me uh, this dude talking about this movie, Barbarian, that came out recently. I saw I the trailer today, and I didn't like the trailer. But the dude essentially ruined the movie, and it actually seems more interesting to watch. I was say, wait, wait, did you see the actual movie today, Jay? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, that shit is dumb as hell. I'm but, not gonna lie, the first, the first reveal of you know what? If you you seen it, Dre, right? It's fucking stupid. No, I've not seen that shit. The first reveal was crazy. You you ever played the the fucking Resident Evil that's inside the house? What is it? Uh, Resident Evil Two. Yeah, like the fuck the, the the ones that matter. No, no, no. It was one of the newer ones. The Resident village. Evil Two, the remake. Oh, the, oh, yeah. the village. Biohazard. I don't know if it was Biohazard. Was it the one movie. with the big vampire bitch? No. It was the one in the house, bro. That that's the bitches chasing you all over oh, the crib. Are you talking about yeah, Resident Evil Six? Like Resident Evil used to stay in the house, bro. <laughs> Not, yeah, you're right, but no. no. It's a newer game where you're like in Louisiana or some shit. Well, if you're talking about the mansion, that's Resident Evil Two. There was a remake. Yeah, they did do remakes recently, so it could be Village, it could be Two, because you're in a four. mansion. It could be Resident one Evil that we too. never heard of. They're always in some sort of fucked up town with homes in it and shit. Is there a police station too? Raccoon City. Here, is, I'll, I'll 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 look it up. But here's oh, yeah, the uh, here's the trailer. Terrifier. Calrophobia. Good thing he's a mime. You know what? We want to hear something funny. Tim Curry's It and then uh, John John Leguizamo and Spawn gave me a slight fear of clown, clowns as a kid. Oh, wow. Never... I was like three or four when I saw both of them slightly and I was like, yeah, I don't really fucking like clowns. Grew out of that, though. As a kid, I got to see a clown show that came into my city. What if that guy did this to your car? Was it a mess? The clown? 
<laughs> yeah, they just snap and start murdering kids. The way so the way this motherfucker just looks at people though is, is, is creepy. He sat in the pizza shop across the street from I mean across the the table, like across the aisleway from these motherfuckers, and just stared at them the whole time. What what kind of shit do you gotta be drinking to be even saying shit to that motherfucker? <laughs> Why well, am I picturing him under the dumpster and you just hear the clown Bro, there's a scene in this one, because this is the first one, where he strings her up and he splits her down the middle. From head straight down the middle. I've done that in Gears of War before. Yeah. She's completely naked, though. With a okay. chainsaw lancer. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's that bullshit horror. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's the first slasher uh Oh shit, what the fuck? Let's get into that list though. He's the first slasher uh to use a gun. Well, like, slasher, is it? Yeah, is it? I know what you just said. He's the first slasher to not be a slasher. <laughs> you guys don't get it. Like use that, the gun. If he needs to use the gun, he uses it. I guess he that keeps the trap on his ankle. I mean, if that's if that's their creative angle, <laughs> they should go back to the motherfucking. They should still go back to the writers' room, even though they released it. <laughs> All right. So here's the science of 2020's list of 2020. And then we'll go through 2021 and 2022 just to see how it evolved. So at number 30 was Dark Skies. Anybody seen that movie? No, but if we're going to go through multiple people, let's keep it to like top 15. Top 10 for each year, yo. Yeah, for this one, we should do just like top 10. And then for the other ones, just do like 15 or top 10. Because we're going to get... We're definitely going to have conversation pop up, and if we're trying to go through, we should have a little bit less. Because if we get into obscure ones, we could get way off track. And we all would do that great. So top 10 for 2020 is The Visit. That's at number 10. Not not see that one. Excuse me. Fuck. While you go through the list, I'm going to look up some of these movies and tell you what they are. I was yes. I was about to say, yeah, Jay, are you going to look these up and give us like a little summary? Right. Because I'm not yeah, really have, good. Have, a lot of these uh, names are really vague as hell, and I just don't remember. No, I got you, Jay. See, The Visit is a 2015 American found footage horror film produced by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, never starring, mind. <laughs> starring, you can, starring hey, Darby, Darby, no, sorry, you, sorry to cut you off, but you don't, you don't need to read it anymore. You could just go to number nine. All right. I was gonna say the actresses. Yeah, it does. Like it, it'll probably be enjoyable about half of the movie, for, for like seventy-eight minutes, and then it just loses it. He's a master of making you regret a ticket set. <laughs> Number nine for twenty twenty is the descent. I literally just watched that the other day mm-hmm. for the first time, finally, and. I looked into it a little bit, like the whole why it was so scary when it came out. And I don't know why they don't use this marketing still for movies. Nowadays, they just show you fucking everything throughout the film. For Descent, they made it look like it was more of a 
uh, cave survival film. They made no hints to the fact that there were some fucking creatures living down in the fucking caves. So in that last like 30 or 40 minutes or so, when that happens, it's like a complete left turn into complete like gore horror and like crazy shit happening. There's apparently a sequel. There is a sequel. I haven't seen it just yet, but it's not the same production quality. Um, But it's a good movie for sure. Um, there's some stuff that's kind of dumb, but overall, it's definitely a good film. If you don't know what's coming up and you're easily scared, this one will definitely scare the shit out of you. Um, but if you're relatively veteran to it, it's not going to be scary, but it'll definitely be a good watch for sure. This Descent is definitely something worth watching. Yeah, basically, it's about six women who enter a cave and find some creepy, crawly, naked mill men down there. It's pretty dope. I personally like as above, so below better. No, that's I feel like that's kind of different. Yeah. But in the sense of being like underground, I can understand you having a preference there, but I'm not even going to front that one scene in the descent where she like I was sitting watching with my dad and like they're climbing. I'm just like, yeah, okay. I would spelunk about this far. Yeah, I get to here. And then they get to the point where they're going to crawl in and like essentially have their arms in front of them and shit. It's like, fuck you. (laughs) What if it caves in? That shit starts to cave in. It's like, yeah, exactly. Go fuck yourself. I'm not. If this hasn't been explored by at least a thousand people already, uh, I'm not going in that motherfucker. They just start chipping around you. They start chipping around you. Just like, don't worry, man. I'll dig you out. Yeah, it's like, like, no. We do not have the technology <laughs> to just be going through fucking two foot crevices and being like, well, what the fuck's over there? That, <laughs> that is white privilege. <laughs> You don't, you don't have to necessarily be white to to enjoy this privilege, but that's a white privilege experience. Like the cave spelunking nowadays is not like some Rob uh, fucking Lewis and Clark shit. It's just because you got time and excess money. Not because he, not because you said that we lost our only like black spelunker who was watching our show. Thanks, thanks, thanks man. Don't give a fuck. Fuck them. Uh, Bobby, I, I, I'm no friend to unknowns. You, you make yourself so known. Language. You make yourself known. I called you a motherfucker. You're not. I apologize to you, but not to everybody. We should get a track track. The only thing I'm trying to. Never mind. I ain't even gonna say that. Yeah. What's the next? Number eight on the 2020 Science of Scare list is. The Babadook. That was a pretty good fucking movie. That yeah, was good. Actually, that's the one I have seen. I remember that coming out. I, I missed that one. It looked like a lot of movies coming out at the time. It, see, it wasn't... It, it's scary. Like, eh? Like, it's nothing, like, crazy scary. It's just kind of like... It just It's a good movie to sit down if you're in for something. Just I, I tell know? you, I don't... There's not a lot of... um Low-budget movies that I'll agree to watch. Really? You know what's a really? You ever seen Knights of Badastum? I have not. So it's it's not entirely horror. It kind of has a horror element to it at the end because they summon a demon creature by accident at a LARPing uh, event. I can say it, that has, like, it 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 has a vibe of Pick of Destiny almost. 
and it has a whole bunch of B and C list actors, but it's a solid film. It has fucking uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Tyrion Lannister, the little guy. He's in there as a character. Um, like it's got a random assortment of people you'll recognize, and it's it's funny, but it also has some like gruesome like killing and horror elements to it. It's not scary, but it's definitely an honorable mention. What if uh, definitely Tyrion Lannister replaced Wee Man and Jackass? That if he wasn't so old, he could. You talking about Henry Dicklidge? Dicklidge. Yes. Which, for the record, was perfectly fine as the monitor in Destiny. But let's go to number seven. Number seven is The Conjuring 2. Destiny sucks. The, uh, I'm not even going to open that fucking mess. Because <laughs> um, you're not wrong. Um he made me lose my train of thought thinking about it. <laughs> any, any comments on The Conjuring 2? Um, I, I recall seeing the second one, and I don't remember details, but I do remember liking the first one better because the first one, if I'm recalling correctly, even though it had jump scares, it still built tension first, so it felt like a good payoff, whether it got to you or not. And the second oh. one felt a little bit more hokey in that regard to me. I remember just not feeling yeah. the same kind of tension build like I did in the first Conjuring. I, I really enjoyed the first Conjuring when it came out. Yeah, it's about, we talked about it on the Ed Lorraine Warren fucking... Um, Are you gonna read it? Yeah, well, no, I got I got the fucking like plot summary right here. It's about the Hodgson when like the Warrens go to the Hodgson's family. So we were talking about that a little bit. Like that was the Amityville house, if I'm right. Yeah, well, give the Give the viewers a little read on what the movie was about. So, 1976, Ed and Lorraine Warren investigate the Amityville murders at the Amityville house, determine if, if a demonic presence is truly responsible for the DeFeo Jr. killing his entire family on November 13, 1974. Subsequent haunting incident involving the other family during a seance, Lorraine is drawn to a vision where she relieves the murders and encounters a demonic nun figure. She then witnesses Ed being impaled, badly, badly frightening her. In 1977, begin to experience strange occurrences in their home in London, borough of Enfield, after Jeanette, the second oldest of four children, plays with the Ouija board. Jeanette starts to sleep drunk and talks to the entity in her dreams, and then it sits in the form of an angry elderly man in the family armchair, insisting the house is his. Eventually, the siblings and their mother witness paranormal events and seek refuge with their neighbors. Eventually, Jeanette's possessed by the elderly man. Jeanette shows more signs of demonic possession, and then she has another vision of the demonic, uh, demonic nun. Demon says its name, and then Lorraine scratches into her Bible in a trance. And, yeah, so, you know, but yada, yada, more shit happens. And they return to the Hodgson Registons to find Jeanette possessed and the rest of them locked inside the house, or outside the house. Adventures was a, in, what's up? It was a pretty god, goddamn good movie. For those of you who haven't seen it, go right now and add it to your uh, horror nights list. Is it, is it scary? Is it that scary, though? All right, Tom, go ahead. I was going to say it's better than most, but I, I definitely like the first one better. The next movie, if, The Conjuring. I don't know if any of yeah, you right? guys seen the next movie, but the next movie I like. And I think the next movie you should definitely show to all your teenage daughters. Definitely. The next movie at number six on the Science of Scare 2020 list is It Follows. I've seen that movie. It was I'm not. an interesting concept, but I'm not going to lie. I watched it with my ex and I got bored. 
I, a lot I, of people I, really like that. Was that the only I got time bored you watched it. it? Huh? Was that the only time you watched it? It wasn't because of it wasn't because I was watching with somebody else. The movie itself lost me. I just was not invested. I liked the concept. I just wasn't into how it just it wasn't compelling for me. I did not give a fuck about the people that were going on. I liked the concept. I liked the story, what was going on. I just didn't really give a shit. I, I feel like you either really liked that movie or you were just kind of meh about it because it's not bad. But was that concept sounds kind of meh? Because I, I know why you're saying what you're saying, Jay. It's definitely good in that regard. There's definitely a good message and like story going on with it. But at the same time, I feel like the message that's carrying the movie and why it's going on is stronger than the movie was itself. I feel like that movie could have gone back to the writer's room maybe a little bit. I don't know. I implore you. Well, I still think the horror concept of the whole movie was great. The concept was great. It just, I don't think the execution was as good as it could have been. Bro, you got this thing following you. You know what it kind of uh, reminds me of? And it's way scarier than that, but it's it kind of reminds me of Darkness Falls. You ever seen that movie? I've seen that a long time ago. That took place in the mansion too, didn't it? No, actually it took place in a small town, but it's, it's based on uh, the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. But they I, took a. You remember that? I remember that movie. That was a long. I haven't seen that in a long time. I have to rewatch that. I remember that coming out when I was young. My dad has always been a horror junkie, so like I'd know about horror through my dad and the fact that he'd watch it, so I'd see like aspects of it. But Darb, let let the viewers know what it follows was, please. I implore you, show it to your uh, teenage daughters. A young woman named Annie flees from her house in fear, but there is no visible threat. She takes her parents' car and drives to the beach, where she tells her father over the phone that she loves him. At dawn, she has been murdered. Afterwards, James Hyde goes on a date, or Jamie Hyde goes on a date with her new boyfriend, Hugh, to the movies. Hugh points out the young girl in the back of the theater. When Jay says she cannot see the girl, Hugh becomes a nerve and asks Jay to leave. On another date, Hugh and Jay have sex in his car, but afterwards, he incapacitates Jay with chloroform when she wakes up tied to a wheelchair. He explains that he has passed an entity onto her through intercourse. He'll potentially be walking towards Jay's location at all times, no matter where she is. If it catches Jay, it will kill her and pursue the previous person who had passed it on. Hugh, who is passing it to Jay as leverage. Hugh's claims are proven accurate when a naked woman appears and walks straight for Jay. Hugh drives Jay home and flees. Next day, the police cannot find the naked... Whoa, you want to stop? Are you reading the, the script or something? No, I'm just reading the... It's a synopsis. But if you want me to, there's a there. I could tell you what like the parable and the story is about. It's basically just warning against like it's somebody said as a parable to like HIV and STDs and stuff. I could see that. I've never seen the movie, so I'm just reading the synopsis. To, to be honest, I agree with Jay. That was a long ass synopsis. They were right. trying to give a play by play. Yeah, that was crazy. So, oh shit! You yeah, that, that is kind of what they gave. You were you on fucking Wikipedia? I was using Wikipedia, then IMDb, IMDb for some of the other ones. Well, basically, uh, it's like a sexually transmitted poltergeist, and it it needs to kill the last victim. Um, yeah. And it, it keeps following until it kills everybody. 
So the whole point is that you have to keep fucking. <laughs> if you stop, it's going to get you. And then it's going for whoever it was. So you're saying before. this is a pro whore movie. <laughs> Definitely. So they should be playing It Follows at Slut Walks. Right. At number five, we got Paranormal Activity. Seriously? That's a good movie. That's, that's not the scariest. It, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I would definitely say when it came out, they definitely had enough of that Blair Witch meets Poltergeist vibe to where it it didn't have enough moments to really be marked as a scary movie, in my opinion, but the moments it had were done well enough to where they did come off as scary because they did the found footage handheld camera thing very well. Right, they did. At the time, it was but a really like good fucking movie. They, I, I Plus, still think... Definitely more if you know how to do it. Yeah, but they, 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 they did it pretty good. <laughs> they did well enough to launch a series, mid-range series, right? Like a parody series. There's two parody movies to the Paranormal Activity films. Yeah, the first that, one's actually not bad. It happens each time the Coke fund dries out. Lol, yo, <laughs> I, th- I don't remember which one it is. I think it's ha- I think it's called Haunted House, and it has Marlon Wayans and it's on Netflix. But Cedric the Entertainer plays a reverend in there. And yeah, they, they, there's a scene with them in the church that is so fucking funny. You need to go. You need to see that shit. If you if you like going activity, fuck all that. You just go watch Haunted Mansion, the first one. It's got funny some house. funny ass movies, moments in that shit. What's Where next in the bullshit oh, list? Number four was Hereditary for the Science of Scare 2020 list. All right, what's number three? The Conjuring. L O fucking L. That's how I feel. The Conjuring was definitely way scarier than Hereditary. Dude, I called it. I fucking called it. You you kind of did. You just didn't give it enough guap. Okay. You were you thought it was gonna be the very next one. I'm big body beds in this bitch. At number two, we got Insidious. That's a great. Yeah. That's a good. I a good movie. I don't think I've I don't know if I've seen Insidious or if it was Sinister. Because I was looking at a top top Sinister, list. Sinister is good too. They're both good. Sinister is number one on the Science of Scare 2020 list. I could I could respect that. I haven't <laughs> seen Sinister. I don't believe. I don't. Yeah, I don't know play. if I. I don't think I've seen Sinister. With, with Ethan Hawke. Right? Yeah, Ethan Hawke. But we saw that one scene. That the first yeah. one is really good. The second one is not worth watching. But watch them both if you want. So. Here's the top 10 Science of Scare 2021 list. At number 10, we see The Conjuring, <laughs> the Paranormal Activity at number 9. Wait, what? How the fuck did The Conjuring drop that far, but the Paranormal Activity is still beating it out? That doesn't even make sense. Continue. <laughs> A Quiet Place Part 2 at number 8. That it movie was I. I like I Quiet remember. Place. I feel like people rank how scary movies are based off how scary it would be for them to be in that situation, and I don't think that's the same thing. Yeah. Well, this is this is doing the uh, the whole beat per minute thing. 
like the the movie uh conjuring 2 in 2021 averaged 79 beats per minute for the movie the highest spikes for that movie in 2021 were 116 yeah but the problem with that is that all that's really translating is how well did the film build tension basically it, it's not really defining how scary something is and i mean that may, for what they're measuring it makes sense that the conjuring dropped down um because of all the different films that are out and like what people are afraid of is relatively changing but in terms of a measurement of like this is def- any type of definitive measure- measurement, it can't do that. All it's doing is really letting you know who, like, what director actually can build tension. Right. Which, yeah. to be fair, is a good thing to measure, but they're not acting like they're measuring that. They're acting like this means this is the scariest thing, and I, I don't think it's translating to that necessarily. Number six on the. Uh... 2021 list is a movie called Terrified. I've never seen this list. Let's, I mean, this uh, movie. Let's watch the uh, trailer real quick. Which movie? Terrified is what it's called. Not Terrifier. I I was going to say, I thought you said Terrified. I was like, we just fucking did that. Is this like a pet cemetery thing? That's what it looks like. Stop talking. It's in Spanish, number one. Number two, I'm talking so we don't get no tiene que tener sangre en las manos, no en este lugar. A estos seres les gusta la sangre. Le gusta la sangre. Pa los hombres y sus hijos. December um, Resident Evil 4, like the town you're in before everything goes crazy. Yeah, it does have that vibe. Which I hope they fix those fucking controls for this remake so I can play this game. I hate those controls. They will. It's been a while, but yeah, you're right. (laughs) At number five, we see Hereditary taking a drop. The Conjuring at number four. Number three. Wait, so number 10 is Conjuring 2. Right. Okay. I must have missed the two when you said that because I definitely heard just the conjuring. No, yeah, it was it was uh two, two at ten. Okay, that makes more sense. Insidious fell to three, sinister fell to two, and a movie called Host took number one in twenty twenty for the uh scariest movies of all time. What what's that one? I've definitely heard the name, but I didn't see it. Hope. Hope? I didn't see it either. Let me pull it up. We'll watch the trailer. I don't believe I ever watched this movie. 
Oh, it's British. Fucking Brits. And 28 Days Later is British. Yeah, yeah it is. It's hard to oh, it's a, it's a Shutter. It's a Shutter movie. And that's why the disease only broke out in that island. Good Hey there, you wankers. That was a lot. Well, she... Your she mom's was... a tosser, eh? <laughs> I've never done this before. Title of your sex tape. And this is the day. Oh, that let's have an online seance. Let's, we should do that. Yeah, right. No, fuck you, nigga. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> I said, yeah, right. This is why they eat beans and mash. If they don't, they have demons come for them. There's no other reason they have beans for breakfast. <laughs> they still eat like the Germans are flying overhead. Did that bitch just have a filter on her face? Evil will find you through my filter. Yo, people are fucking pussies. <laughs> that was, that was one. number one. Are you that fucking was number me? one. Go fuck yourself if you got. <laughs> fuck you if you're scared by that. All right. <laughs> yeah, sinister is better. All right. Well, let's see. Like that's the, just uh, crazy. Oh my god, it's a movie through fucking webcams and shit. Turn your computer off, bitch. Why can't y'all niggas log off? <laughs> Why would they log off? The filters were for, for the record, Jay, if I ever start seeing some paranormal shit going on on your shit, I'm exiting the fucking podcast. I ain't gonna see that shit. I'll go to Instagram and see what's up. Be like, y'all still there? Is he alive? <laughs> Can you at least send me a text so I know? Nigga, I don't, want, I don't want it spread it through my camera. Nigga, I am not contacting you directly if you look like you are possessed. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I will contact others around you. I will check up on you for sure. That's fucked up. Well, I'm not talking to you directly. That's fucked up, nigga. You, like you ain't seen a horror movie. Fuck you. That's fucked up. I'd expect you to do the same for me. Contact Obama <laughs> or something. Don't don't be talking to me. I'll say it's, it's fine, Jay. Let me fly you out here real quick, and then you don't go home. I got tickets for you right now. All right, we're gonna go up to Big Bear, Jay. It's great. <laughs> you want some White Castle? <laughs> nah, I don't like White in and out. Come on, Jay. It doesn't matter what you like once you fly out here, my nigga. <laughs> You're ready for a Science of Scares 2022 top 10? I don't know. Is the shit worse? Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, they're going to get the roast they deserve. Uh, 
Uh, we got Paranormal yeah, Activity man. at number 10. Conjuring 2 dropping off the list at number 11. Okay. Quiet Place 2 at number 9. Something called Dash Cam at number 8. Never heard of okay. either of those. I've definitely seen Dash Cam pop up, but I've not ever clicked on it. It Follows at number 7. Terrified at number 6. Hereditary at number five, The Conjuring at number four, Insidious, Sinister, and Host still at number one. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> fucking pussies. Right. <laughs> like, honestly, the thing would probably scare them shitless if they're going to put the host as number one. Probably. Like I said, what, it's what did you tied up the heart monitors. What did you think about the remake of the host? I didn't. They they remade the motherfucker. I mean the thing. Yeah, what are you talking about? I meant the thing. I just heard about this fucking film, and you talking about there's a remake of it already? No, no, I meant I meant the thing. <laughs> oh, I like the this. Uh, it was not the same. Like it. It was a stereotypical modern horror film. Like the 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 first remake in the eighties is the is the ultimate version, in my opinion. I haven't seen the original yet, but the first remake is definitely because, like, when you know how to do realistic props and shit like that, when you know what you're doing, people act like that's oh you can't do that. We just know it's fake. You don't know that CGI is fake, you fuck? At least with a real prop, that's real. Like, if you do it really well, it might look really fucking real. And if you combine that with CGI, well, holy fucking shit. You might have something really fucking terrifying. But they don't do that because it's too expensive. Fucking bullshit ass nigga. Stop spending $250 million on marketing and okay, spending dude, $50 million more on your goddamn movie. One little counterpoint. Are you you are aware that they do treat like you know graphic designers and special effects artists like garbage in the industry, right? Absolutely, I'm aware of this. That does hinder it. So I, I mean, that's that's it, that's it, that's a fair like thought to think about. Like people don't does, want to work for like, that shit. The way to fix that is they have to reallocate some of that money. Stop marketing the fuck out of your shit. Oh, I like, agree. Well, that's every company. Tala, that's marketing. every company. Why Why do our workers keep quitting? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it pays well, fucking more. That's what I mean. Like, Give your special effects people the tools they need. Give them the proper veteran direction they need to make good shit, and you will make a product that will make you back money. But right, you cut they corners, did, like they keep better. doing, and they keep doing this cookie cutter bullshit. All you're gonna get back is mediocre to okay returns. Like either risk it and invest in your goddamn ideas, or don't, because we're all just getting a bunch of sevens at best nowadays for most movies. Like there's no real like high level films that you're like, holy shit, that was a cinematic masterpiece. You got to go back in time for most of those. Well, let's go back in time for the on this list real quick, and we'll go to the Rolling Stones list of 101, but we're going to narrow it down, like we said, to the top 10. Well, if they got 101 and they don't have three lists, do like top 25 and just go through it. Well, I was going to do the top 10 and actually read the uh, assessment they gave of these movies. All right, we're 
Yeah, do a can you do an honorable mention of the the top fifteen? Like the, the five down to ten? Yeah, I can do that. Thank you, sir. Hey, you fuck me. God damn, bless your heart, boy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So at number 15 on the Rolling Stone scariest movies of all time is The Bride of Frankenstein. And then we'll go down the list. And 14 is an American werewolf in London. Great. Still <laughs> the transformation on the werewolf is still great. It definitely is. That is definitely iconic, but fuck that movie. At number 13, we see Rosemary's Baby. I've never seen this, but it's on a, a, a bunch of lists. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the list of like when we were watching those that one Watch Mojo video, Rosemary's Baby came up. Hey yo, Darby, we watched the same motherfucker. <laughs> Watch Mojo's the leader in YouTube videos. I don't fuck with them like I used to, but they be clutch. Davy Clutch. Rosemary's baby. Sonic's baby. Learn it. At number 12, we see the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Number 11, we got The Shining. Yeah. I, I don't understand how that movie's scary, but. That, that, like, that's a psychological thriller. It's not really. Doctor Sleep was a little scary. Hereditary what? 10 is better for Hereditary. Ari Aster reimagines both haunted house chillers and creepy supernatural cult movies with this gruesome folk, I'm excuse me, generous folk horror fest, which, which starts out as the small scale story of a deeply dysfunctional family before becoming a film about far reaching demonic cabals and tainted legacies. Tony Collette gives a bracing and heartbreaking performance as Annie, a skilled sculptor whose domineering mother dies, followed by uh, followed closely by a string of shocking tragedies. The artist starts to, that's fucked up. The string of tragedies, her fucking daughter caught allergic reaction at a party she forced her to go to with her son. He forced her to go eat a piece of chocolate cake so he could go up to the fucking uh, room and smoke weed with a bitch he liked. She ended up having an allergic reaction because she's allergic to nuts. And the fucking nearest hospital is miles away. So her fucking windpipe swells up. And as yeah, okay, they're driving... She got what she deserved. Awesome. Yeah. Stupid ass shit, man. As we drive down this highway of fucking disdain, she sticks her head out the window and gets decapitated. That's why you Speaking call 911, motherfuckers. Take the $500 charge. Don't be a hero. Put the head in ice. They might be able to reattach it. That's why you wear a helmet if you're going to stick your head out the car. Speaking of that, that wouldn't have helped her. That wouldn't have helped her. Wouldn't have helped her. No, it wouldn't have, but it's something to tell me. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I gotta see the classic one. You never. Oh, yeah, never mind. Never mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, man. You, you never know mind, bro. You're on a journey. We we. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead. No. Dawn of the Night Dead. Dead. Now that's a classic I film for film. sure, Bitch, dude. Dude, all right, so it's one of those movies that's like, all right, you know what? It's a bit gory. You see the gore and people getting ripped apart. That's the body horror of it, you know. 
But the part that makes Dawn of the Dead scary to me is just the fact that, you know, like at the beginning, like they land down at like the um at or, wait, no, I'm thinking of Day of the Dead. This is this is Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead was a bit different. Dawn of the Dead's a bit cheesier. Yeah, I think in Dawn of the Dead <laughs> that I don't know if it's Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead, but one of them, I think it's this one, the original ending, everybody fucking dies. And that's day of the dead too. Well, no, 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 actually, yeah, no, 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 never mind. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I think that was like something that he ended up changing because people are like, you can't do that. Somebody has like there has to be a happy ending. But you can't have everybody die. And he's like, well, that's like that's the story I want to tell. Like that's probably what would happen. And for the time, and fucking uh, Walking Dead. It it it, for the the time, Walking Dead, it doesn't matter anymore. It, it's it was definitely a good film, and relatively oh, speaking, it can be seen as a commentary on the zombification of society. That's um, which, about consumerism, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it definitely has deeper themes to it, which give it much bigger credit than most films uh, that are in horror tend to go for. They tend to just go for the scare and the thrills. They don't tend to necessarily have a message behind it, and this one does. So even though it's not scary. I can respect it being up on the list, but if this is specifically the top scariest movies, I would, it should I would be swap top. it out with Day. I would swap it out with Day of the Dead. That's scarier than Dawn of the Dead. It might be if, higher, if it, man. It might be higher on the list. It, it could be. Relax, guys. We'll get there. <laughs> We're on number eight. I saw it was set. seven is Get Out. Get yeah. Out. Real quick. I want to shout out uh, my uh, childhood friend Paul, because um, he's he's a uh, he's a deeply Christian man, but at the same time, that whole philosophy of horror has been something that he's always been into, and he's one of the people that has given me a philosophical look into horror. And I just want to shout out, be doing good, man, because he loves the George A. Romero stuff, and I the last so film that Romero made. I forgot which day film it was of the dead, but we drove out to Philadelphia and we saw it in the premiere at one of the few theaters uh, showing it. It was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Dusk of the Dusk of the Dead? Get Out is not scary like that, but it's a good okay, movie. So, so we're just going to completely skip the concept to Get Out? That shit is right. actually I guess it's just scary movie for niggas, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, so so movie, so none of these movies are really scary because you can suspend reality and belief a lot of times. But a movie based off the shit like, like you said, consumerism for Dead Dead, or a movie like Hostel, that kind, that's really scary. Yeah, that type of shit is that that type of shit is way more scary than uh, yeah, like something dog. that can actually happen in real life. Something that is actually happening in real life, like as we speak, that's more terrifying than anything of some crazy dog getting possessed. Like, which that, that could possibly, possibly stand out from Saw. Yeah, like Saw is scary, but if it happens, well, then Get Out should be really fucking terrifying. Get Out is insanely terrifying. Like conceptually, it is like as a film, it's not. But if you buy, no, like, they, it's it's not, I don't know why it's not on the list to be honest. But it, it doesn't make sense because it's uh, it is a horror movie. 
I, I, I like the. I kind of appreciate but it. Is that happening now, Trump, as we speak. With yeah, Kanye, Kanye. No. <laughs> He's breaking out of the deep, uh, the deep, whatever the fuck they called it. The sunken place. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. Well, he's I was. I'm, I'm, more, now. I'm more. I'm more referring to like organ trafficking and human trafficking. Oh yeah, that's definitely happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Florida is really bad for that shit. The whole bitches. The whole bitch. Everywhere. Well, that, the whole I mean, bitch. you got an old population for some reason. Those bodies gotta go somewhere. Right. You don't know what they remove the organs and shit when you go to the funeral. Where that going? Speaking mm. of organs and the whole bitch, at number six, we see Inside. Never seen this movie. Don't know what it is. I'm not even really familiar with that, I don't think. Me neither. Me neither. Let's see if we can look up the... Uh... Yeah, I'm trying to think if i ever seen it or heard about this one. Let's look up It, the, it definitely uh, seems like trailer. something I've seen while trying to find something to watch, but... Yeah, not you, ain't see, you ain't see that shit. You ain't see that oh, shit. Hell no. Hell that. no. You ain't see it. Hell no to the no, no, no. What, what do you know? It looks like another person inside of a room. <laughs> Being inside a room could be pretty scary. Yeah, but it's always somebody inside a room. Make something scary when somebody's in a fucking field. <laughs> in the crazy house. Understand, but what if the room's trying to eat? Sounds like Silent Hill, the room. Like, this is like that's a, good, that's a good game. Although Silent Hill 2 was probably the best Silent Hill of the series. So, yeah, that, that was a shit ass trailer. Silent Hill's um, overrated as fuck, and I just want y'all to be mad at me for thinking that. No, I'm not going to be mad at you at that. All right, I think wrong. <laughs> But it's it's fair. Opinion. No, yeah, that's yeah. Silent Hill's not that. It's not that. It's not that. Good. I, I, I feel somewhat like that about Resident Evil. I feel like its controls Damn. have always been fucking okay, shit. Okay, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Completely different concept. The no, what, no, 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 no. I'm not like saying that Resident Evil, like as a <laughs> concept, you can't, is you bad. can't tell me a video game sucks because the controls suck for the controller. Like, yeah, nigga, I agree with that. I but, love Silent. I love Silent yeah, Hill, but, but like, Silent it Hill makes it controls are terrifying. But the concept for the game is what I'm talking about. Nah. I mean, I, fair, fair I, enough, I, brother. I would equate overall, like if you're comparing the overall Resident Evil versus Silent Hill, they equate in concept because they have... Wait, they wait, have wait. I didn't do that. You, did. you brought a Resident Evil. I didn't. I know. Just like you were saying for the record, I'm saying for the record. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, but now you, you did the comparison game. I'm like, I don't, I, I didn't mean to. I'm saying Silent Hill wasn't that great. I think oh, overall, Resident Evil definitely does better. There's more nah. iconic games in Resident Evil than Silent Wait, Hill. It's, it, and then, see, that's that's my point. He Darby saying Nas like Silent Hill is not that. I'm not saying it's garbage, and you should never play it. Of course, I played it. It's just not as good as other horror themed games. I, I think if they can do a good remaster or remake of the Silent Hill ones and still bring what it did wonderfully, 
it could definitely maintain like its point as a horror point. But right now, Resident Evil with its remakes and how it's been handling itself after like five or six, whatever it was, Killing where it took a huge left turn. Killing well, that's because doing... the dude who it was, was making, four where it took know. a left turn. The no, were, not four. The dude. No, was it was. They started dark. turning into aliens. Well, they were. Well, they was aliens. They were like. Let's let's be honest. Resident Evil has always been. Just they weren't fucking, fucking zombies. Like they're yeah, they like zombies, Resident Evil zombies are not zombies. There's some yeah. sort of fucking bio horror bullshit. Yeah, they weren't zombies after two. They're variants. No, but they've always been these people who were this biohazard got into them and the virus got to them. Four was the nope. first time you actually seen this the virus on the outside and some monster shit. But the they virus. really lost they turned Resident Evil to Call of Duty and like Resident Evil Five when it's just an action game where you're shooting shit up. Which yeah. is okay. Yeah, uh, Resident, Resident Evil is more like a puzzle game. Four, five, and six were yeah. just basically the same shit. Hell no. No, four and five are similar. Six is the most dissimilar from all of them. Yeah, Resident Evil Six is like Call of Duty with zombies, bro. Which is fine. That that's why they fucking remastered the old ones because they were like, we gotta make up for that. No, they but they did a good job with Biohazard and Village and all that other shit. I thought those are good concepts. And it was like a first person shooter game, so you had no choice but to get used to that. Right. If I, if there's any credit to uh, Silent Hill that I'd give over Resident Evil, it's that over time Silent Hill retains survival horror better than Resident Evil. I'll give that's that's all right. Well, if you want, after we get through this list, we'll we'll go through because uh, scary. Uh, what was it? The uh, broadcast, whatever the fuck, also did uh, video games this year. So we'll we'll look at that. I would know more of those. Uh, Dead, Dead Space is not on the motherfucker. It's wrong. Dead Space. At, num- oh. At number five, we see Halloween. Classic. Yeah, that's still scary. You know, for whatever reason, that is hard to fucking find on streaming right now. I tried to watch that before the show because it's so fucking classic, but I have to buy it, and I don't buy shit that I don't absolutely want right away. But it's definitely on my next to see list. What's this? Uh, don't look now. Don't um, look now. I remember hearing about that, but I definitely didn't see that shit. Me neither. Especially for it to be ranked so high. Oh, that looks terrifying. I was like, are these are these Power Rangers? About to be that fucking. Uh, There's no trailer. There's no trailer, and it's number six. What is it about? What the fuck? Is this a snuff film? It might be. A married couple grieving the recent death of their young daughter are in Venice when they encounter they encounter two elderly sisters, one of whom is a psychic and brings a warning from the beyond. Unfortunately, if that was a trailer, I'd probably be more interested, but as a short synopsis of what the movie is, I could give a fuck. Don't take the bus tomorrow. Yeah, I feel like this is a lot of different ways. It could be good. 
says there are many movies on this list that you could easily describe as nightmarish. Nicholas Rouge's disorienting, dis, uh, disquieting look at grieving parents coping with the death of their daughter by taking a trip to Venice is one of the very few entries that actually make you feel like you're witnessing an actual nightmare while you watch it. The British filmmaker had always played around with time and narrative chronologically and used color and cross-cutting to get effects in the most of his film. This time, however, he dumps his uh, bag of tricks into Daphne the Moore's story and allows your own sense of instability and dislocation do the uh, do the rest. You're never sure whether Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie should be hopeful when, say, a pair of psychic sisters let them know their little girl is posthumously uh, hum uh, peaceful. Or whether they their fear that some sort of otherworldly thing is uh, winding its way towards them is unfounded or not. Plus, what's going on is uh, it sucks. Where are we? Number four is the grudge. Oh, the ring. Look at that eyeball. That that sounded boring as fuck. I feel like it could have been interesting. Like it really, could have. It's it's a really good descriptor of what the movie is like its main plot but until you actually watch it you really can't tell but I'm i'd like to see it remade I, i'll give you without con like visual context i can't give it a full warrant but that doesn't entirely buy me in no you're right it doesn't that's why i'm probably not gonna watch it the ring i would like to see it remade yeah the ring came out in 98 i thought I would say the japanese one was better but i've never seen them i was gonna say that Maybe well, the ring fitting. is older than I am. It's Wait, fitting that the ring is is on. The ring is older than he is. That's it's, crazy. It's <laughs> fitting that that the ring is on this list, seeing as how I made everybody watch the video in the beginning of the show. Yeah, uh, I was not here for that. I got good luck ride with me lately. And now this is they talking this one that the, is like the article's talking about. I'm pretty sure it's talking about the original one, the Japanese one. Because the, no, the ring that no. we're talking about, or we're thinking Japanese about. The Japanese one is called Ring. The English one is The Ring. It came out in 98, though? I don't remember yeah. it coming out that long ago. That shit is crazy. I feel like it came out in the early 2000s. I don't know. No, I don't no, I it. did. It came out in 98. I remember that is because VHS was still going around. And I remember that because they used to set, they sent a promotion. True. I mean, I still don't remember it coming out in 1998. I remember seeing the movie when it came out. I remember, I'm just, I remember being old and seeing the ring. I was like eight years old if that if that came out in 98. Medulla effect, bro. It might just be that like medulla or the ring relatively. It might be that relatively speaking, the ring was just in terms of a horror film the scariest thing to come out for a while such that by the time it became more accessible we were older but I, it still seems like 98 is mad early nah the, I, I just looked it up the the one with i guess the american one came out in, in 2002. 2002 okay that's what i thought it definitely was in the two so then this article got it wrong then because so it's a year older than me the japanese rolling stone ring. fucking up who'd have thought Yep, it's called Ring, the uh, Japanese one. 
ring. Not the ring. What's next? Psycho. Psycho. I've never oh, seen this one, but it's popular. This is it is a classic horror film, but it's like it's not Norman Bates. I don't know if it deserves number two. It's gonna be it, but you gotta be realistic and think they're gonna rate that kind of movie higher than it really should be. Number, number one, one the is? conjuring. Right? Uh, number one, sign up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you enjoyed our article? You gotta pay fifteen dollars to see the end. <laughs> we showed you a hundred and twenty-four. You're just fifteen dollars away in one subscription from the number. Yeah, Jaws up there. Jaws is scary. <laughs> Yo, is Jaws. So you find Jaws thing. scary? It's a no, different kind of a horror. Jaws should have been in the top the action, ten off of the fact that it alone made everybody in America afraid of sharks. Right, motherfuckers live in Kansas. Like, damn, I'm afraid of shark. You ain't got to worry about no water around you like that. You're good. You're good. You're good in fucking North Dakota. <laughs> the largest body of water from you is like a 15-foot dick. Yeah. Uh, like pond. People, people who live in Massachusetts, they got to worry about that. We want to go swimming at the beach or some shit. That is, that is real fair for people in California or Florida. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, bro. In, in New York, and Western New York, we have our, or upstate, as you fuckers say. We have it's, our Western, own, uh... it's Western, upstate, Buffalo, Canada, New York. Well, not that part, but Rochester, near the Finger Lakes. They have their own version yeah. of Nessie. Yeah, sure they do. I've heard about that. It's downtown Canada. Lake, you gotta, you right? gotta give people reason to go over there. Lake uh, Champ is his name. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. I kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, we got Champ over here. You should come see if you can see if he's here. Fuck you. <laughs> You're not a different country that can just bring me over. With Why am I picturing you saying this next to the coast of like Lake Champlain and then the monster comes out and bites your head off? <laughs> I will go over to that lake and I will just taunt the shit out of him. I'll pull my dick out and just, just I'll pull do a goat. I'll turn around, give him the moon with a goat. Whatever, man. Like it, champ, champ is not a champ. Comes out and asks you for three fifty, or not a real thing. Now, if you're like, "Oh well, then just swim across the lake," I'm not gonna do that, and it has nothing to do with champ. I don't like large bodies of water like that. It's just not. <laughs> I don't like shit. I can't see. I can't see in some murky ass water. Really, I would love to swim in the middle of an ocean in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, would you? I would. <laughs> you you would be one of those fuckers jumping off of a fucking uh, uh, carrier, being like, "Oh, let's go swim in the deep blue." Well, that's a <laughs> large crazy. jump. That's a large jump. I don't know about that far off, but like from a yacht or something, yeah. Well, I don't even know if I would want to go on a yacht because I find yachts gross. But man, so once, I, I pulled once up to you get out to deeper than five feet. Five feet of water introduces things that can kill you if they wanted to come up and see what's good. So once you get out to 20, 25, 30, 50 feet where a yacht can be going, man. Yeah, yeah you know what's that. scary? You want to hear some horror? Imagine jumping out into the big blue like that, you know, ocean for miles to miles. You know, there's thousands of miles below I have the definitely ocean. Imagined that. And you feel something brush your leg. You know what's crazy? That's, that's saw... really not scary because it's probably some like fucking uh, seaweed, some algae, just like oh hey, yeah, all up. the way out in five. No, uh, and, nah, seaweed, dude. Seaweed, fuck seaweed. It's probably that's a fucking it. dolphin. And a dolphin, and it rapes you. It could know. be a fucking sea otter, depending how close you are. Not you. Yeah, a dolphin will try to rape you. 
Yeah, yeah dolphin, dolphin might help you. It might say you're its bitch. It, it, it'll probably want to help you first. <laughs> and then it'll expect something in return. You better pay. Yeah. What's wrong? All right, all right, did you now, drown? I pulled up the, vid, the <laughs> scariest video game of all time for you degenerates. Excuse you. This is a scientific conversation. You can look this up. <laughs> Dolphins are fucking horrible creatures. They are. <laughs> they they make up for it because if you're drifting in the sea, they'll be like, "Yeah, I'll save this motherfucker." But then they'll go over and just like use a puffer fish as a toy, and then like take its poison as drugs and go rape something to death. Now there are 25 video games that are said to be the the scariest of all time. Where do you guys want me to start? Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> just start at 25, bro. Just keep going. <laughs> just go down. Give me fucking. <laughs> it's a Luigi from a Luigi's Mansion. He got to be number one. <laughs> I was playing oh. Luigi's Mansion when I was five years old, and I shit myself, so I put it at number 25. <laughs> All right, so you said start at 25? It's, yeah. Uh, cry, of fear. cry of Fear is pretty fucking scary. Yo, Fear fear is solid fucking cry of fear. scary shit. What, oh, Cry of Fear? Yeah, Cry of cry Fear. Of fear. Cry of Fear. Ah, do not know that one. Fatal Frame 3, The Tormented, is 24. Never played, Never played them, but I know in Japan those are well regarded as, like, that's an iconic horror series, and I always rem- I remember growing up and like watching X play and shit. And whenever Fatal Frame popped up, it was always like high ranked as terrifying. But I mean, I'm pretty sure your weapon is a fucking camera, so yeah, that's scary. In Saints Row, your weapon's a dildo. Oh, and many things. <laughs> Twenty three is Silent Hill two. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow, Twenty nine is the, the death. Oh, excuse me. Wait, uh, 29? Excuse me, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> 20, uh, 24. I mean, 22. 20, 23. 22. 23. Nigga, damn. Nigga, we, what number are we on? 23. You know, 23 was... No, no, I'm going to show you why. Look. It's amazing. You confused me for a second. Too many numbers. Too many Too many stupid-ass... Uh, Symbols. They're called letters, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) No, you see right right here. They got equal signs next to them. So they went from 23 to 20s. I don't understand why. They got what? what, They got three games tied or something? I guess so. Three games tied at 20. Home sweet home. The evil within. This must have been like some cold shit. Evil within. Yeah. Resident (laughs) Evil 2. Outlast Dead Space is 10. Wow. So how did Let's Silent Hill 4 get higher than Silent Hill 3? What? That's, the, that's Is that the room? Yeah. The room's scary, but it's not as scary as 3. It's scarier than 2. Condemned. Condemned's good. So, why is Five Nights Freddy, Five Nights at Freddy's in the top 5? That game is literally a jump scare mill. Five nights Alien isolation. That's, that's probably crazy that it's even that high on the list. I think, is that did a list up there? Did y'all ever how play did, number two on this list? How are none of the fear games on this fucking list? What's number right? two? Alien? Isolation. Yeah, 
I would say, yeah, zoom into that. Alien Isolation is a solid choice. Apparently, Bloodborne is, is scarier than Dead Space. Were they high when they wrote this? What? Bloodborne's scarier than Dead Space. I feel like what? they threw Amnesia the Dark Descent on here, not because they ever played it, because they just heard about what it was like to play the fucking game. Because, yeah, it deserves to be up there. But the way that you're doing this ranking, and again, the fact that you're not including any of the fears in here, is fucking ridiculous. You know, the part that makes me laugh is the fact that that literally, like, it looks like something straight off of, like, PewDiePie's fucking YouTube page or some shitty YouTube Look what they like said that. there, right on top of the, the graph there. It says, uh, Five Nights at Freddy 4 taking top spots. We're as confused as you with that one. Yeah, because it's nothing but jump scares. Yeah, this has to be, like, just user aggregate. Oh, no, this is off the BPM. Yeah, that's fucking... Ugh. They asked an autistic 14-year-old, hey, what's your scariest games? Not cool, dude. That was that was unfulfilling. I mean, everybody's got their own opinion on what they yeah, think. Well, fu fuck some people's opinions, but you're right. Because <laughs> there's a lot of different lists, and they got all different kind of shit all over the place, so whatever. Right. What, what would your scariest movie of all time be as of all the movies you've seen right now oh man you give me a minute to think about that damn yeah right all right what about you tyler i mean i i have actually seen some horror films so i also need a moment unless so if you got an answer by all means um, do i have an answer let me see let me see I don't know. There are a lot of good horror movies, and I, I think it's uh, all about perspective. What's my favorite horror movie? The 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 next one, because what? I I love the next one. Oh, okay. I I love watching horror movies. So whatever horror movie I can I can watch, whatever horror movie I can sink my teeth in, I will. Um, there are a lot that I still haven't seen, but like I would say. Be called the next one, and I was thinking like, <clears throat> no, 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 the next one meaning the next movie I see. I know it. It it's kind of hard for me to think about it because when I'm thinking about it, a lot of the movies that were scariest for me were movies that I had heard about really young, and like only knew certain things about but never saw. So <laughs> I made my own like imagination of like what it actually was and almost all of those when i actually saw them weren't remotely as scary because one i was older and two it was just like well this is a film like i was able to just normalize the whole thing to where it wasn't actually uh, like scary and whenever i go into a horror film i know what i'm watching and it, it's hard for me to think of something but if i had to say Probably the last movie I can think of when I saw it, it gave me a lot of tension and I had some fear while watching it. Was probably Jeepers Creepers many years ago, the first one. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. You know, one. it's an honorable mention we never mentioned. The Hills Have Eyes. Have you guys seen that one? Yeah, that's more of a thriller to me. That's fair. Thrillers, thrillers are. I like thrillers more than horror because they usually involve mystery and they have that sense of pacing. That horrors usually don't, but well, I, well, but I haven't seen Hills Have Eyes. 
Hills Have Eyes is pretty good. But if we're talking about thrillers, we got to go with psychological thrillers. And then Taking Lives takes one of the biggest cakes of all. But we're not talking about thrillers. Maybe we'll do a with, uh, who's in that? With Angelina Jolie? Is yeah. That... It's not yeah. horror. It's, it's, a, it's a thriller, but that's a fucking great thriller. Psychological thriller. That and Bow Collector. She's in another good, another good, Ethan good ones. Yeah, another Ethan Hawke movie. Um, what about you, Dre? What was the question? <laughs> um, what are your favorite horror movies? Bill Dre. No, the question was, what is your scariest movie? Oh, yeah, not one of your favorite horror movies. What the fuck, nigga? <laughs> No, I said one of one of your favorite horror movies. I didn't say what. Uh, that's still an entirely different question. <laughs> it's all right. We'll be okay. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Game Five, Freddy. You know. But what about you, Dre? You, you know the question Talon just said. Um, don't, don't pay attention to me. Yeah, because I got kind of confused. Kinda a little bit, but um, it's hard. Probably to pick. Birth of a Nation, right? That's fucking terrifying. It's actually a terrifying film. Yeah. Um, would actually be on these lists, <laughs> right? They'll never put that as like the number one most terrifying movie in, in film history. What movie was that? Birth of a Nation. <laughs> but um. Like I said before, I think movies that are like like hostile and that in that kind of realm is are actually really scary to me. Not like Freddy versus Jason. They're like that's not scary to me. That's just really good gore entertainment. I laugh when I hear Freddy Krueger in chart and Chucky talk shit. Yeah, the, those some Shut up slash, Chucky. most slasher movies are like more comedic. Especially nowadays. Well, Michael Myers is not really comedic, and I think he's, you know, that's kind of scary. But the you're idea, gonna, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's not really. You're right. It's not really scary. It's just kind of like you get occasional spook, you know. Yeah, Michael Myers until he like until they make them supernatural in a certain regard michael myers is a very realistic concept much like hostile is and i, I kind of agree with dre like movies that are able to depict something that is actually known to be happening or has known to happen and depict it in a way that is visceral but not reliant on the visceral aspect of it usually ring out as horrors that will last for quite a time. Like The Collector. Have you ever seen that movie? The Collector? That sounds familiar. I, my dad has seen that and he's told me to see it, but yeah. I've not seen it. I've always fucked up. But it, it's it's kind of in the same vein as uh, you know, Hostel and shit like that. Those kinds of movies are really scary to me. Not like I knew that I knew those lists were gonna have the cliche movies that we always hear about and see. But Sinister's a good one. That's definitely a good horror movie that you should see. 
There's a, a movie that Dre, if you you think movies like that are really like scary, there's a movie that I gotta fucking uh, once I figure out what the name was, because it was one of those low budget movies that I was kind of like forced through uh, YouTube to watch because they were saying how good of a movie it was. Oh, it's ben so Booger. scary! This scene is gonna stick with you for the rest of your life. And I'm, I'm it, they they weren't lying. Like that scene does stay with you, but. Yeah, once I figure out what the name of the movie is, I'll let you know. But people, uh, two girls basically get kidnapped, uh, one after the other, and uh, you just see their perspective from from what's happening to them inside that uh, house. So it's pretty fucked up. Word. Well, that, my friends, has been. The top horrors. Well, the, the top scariest movies of all time. But as we've been saying for the, the majority of the time uh, we've been here. Uh, with Jay, you. if I may, um, um, unless, you know, y'all are trying to go, do you think we could come up with a top five real quick of our own? Well, that's what I was just going to say. It's, it's okay. all about perspective on what movies you feel scare you the most you know what i mean it's you can't just take these lists and put them as concrete anything because until you see them or until you rank them yourselves these are all just fucking perspectives and not even yours like honestly 28 Days Later is one of the scariest fucking films on I was going to say that. Run. 28 Days Later is actually really spooky. You you giving me rage-based zombies? Fuck you. <laughs> right. Not I'm okay be. with those like slow-walking Shaun of the Dead zombies, but these motherfuckers can run 25 miles an hour all of a sudden. <clears throat> Although I think I think hordes <clears throat> of slow walking zombies cornering you in somewhere is pretty much more terrifying. Zombie movies are always scary in their own way. Right. But like you said, if they're hopped up on PCP, that shit is terrifying. Yeah, you got some meth zombies or some shit, man. <laughs> well, you man didn't they have didn't they have rabies or some shit? I don't know. I think it was some sort of mutated form of rabies that gave of course them, it did. like oh, rage. Like it, it fucked them up and then it just also just overloaded their rage centers of the brain. I thought it was. But yeah, fuck that. But really for me, any anything like I said, like dread movies and paranormal movies are more like around my realm of fear. Hell, dread is a scary ass situation to like. People always base movies off putting themselves in the situation. I wouldn't want to be in a world where there's a fucking forty-five story stack of slovenly living run by a drug lord, and I gotta have this all powerful judge come in and clear <laughs> the fuck out. No, like, I mean the feeling terrifying. of dread. You fuck. <laughs> not Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even thinking of Sylvester Stallone. I'm thinking about the remake. I like the remake more than the original. Yeah, the remake wasn't that bad. Yeah, you know, if you're a criminal RoboCop, must seem really scary. 
Yeah, like in general, RoboCop is terrifying. <laughs> yes, it is. Just like the scene where the dude gets hit by the car and his body explodes. That was great. <laughs> like I'm very interested in seeing what the new Exorcist is going to look like. Colin, you might like this, but uh, you know, every single time I see, I think of that scene where RoboCop shoots that dude in the dick. I just think of Cartman going like, "Kenny, you can't shoot someone in the dick." <laughs> no, he's talking to Butters. <laughs> oh, Butters, sorry. But I'm trying to stop the takeover of the Chinese. <laughs> Butters, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> he's not wrong though. Like, I mean, I mean, he no, he's wrong. Like, if a man's trying to kill you, shoot him in the balls or something. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if you don't yeah, shoot makes... somebody, shoot to kill ideally. But if you're not trying to kill. Show a lesson, blow their dick off. Right, that makes the kill a lot uh, more more uh, humorous. But just make sure if you're not going to kill them and you blow their dick off, that they definitely learn the lesson, because that is how you create a villain. So, I mean, how do you want to do our top five, like you just said? I don't know, because my favorite horror movie is not necessarily, like, really scary, but it's still, like, the shit to me. Well, what is I would it? say, let's go around and, like, just well, Jay, like, you like said, give a suggestion well, and like like right. like let's let this do like a top four since we have four and just we'll throw out a suggestion and then we'll just get an opinion on it and be like okay where does i go i don't know if i can give you like a top four but return the no, living I, I i guess what he four. needs is we all give the one and that's the top four right there so what was your one dre return the living dead is probably my favorite horror movie ever Classic. Okay. What about you, Darbs? My scariest one? Uh Langolier has just always has spooked me. So I suggested it in the first place. What about what about you, Tyler? Probably the thing. Just because comparatively, I feel like it holds up a little bit better than Jeeper Creepers does on a rewatch. Um, and it's just, it's great horror cinema film done way before other things were capable. It's just really impressive in what it does. I need to show my girlfriend Maximum Overdrive. Uh, shout out to Akira, just for body horror. You said Akira? Akira. Yeah, yeah okay. I also love... I think I'm, I'm... Oh, my bad. Go ahead, what you said? Faculty? That was Faculty? A you yeah. talk about the fucking that movie where they're, with, they're stuck in the school? But yeah, when they're all like 30 in high school. I fucking love yeah. it. <laughs> That's a classic to me. Fuck what you talking about. I'm going to have to check that. Check for that one. I'm, I'm going to say Don't. the Conjuring series. You're not going to like What? You're trolling, right? You should write for those articles, Jeff. I really want to say The Exorcist, but that's... No, 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 no. Hold up. Are you trolling? What do you mean? You've never seen The Conjuring series? No, he said that's his favorite. Oh, okay. I, I definitely misheard there. I, I, what the fuck? Okay. Please continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Uh, I would have said The Exorcist if we were, like, in the fucking 90s. You know what I mean? But we're not in the 90s. We're in the fucking 2020s. So I'm going to say the Conjuring series just because they uh, 
they know how to get you right now. They know how to get you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what I'm saying there. You're supposed to choose one movie. This man chose eight. He chose like a whole movie series, and only three of them are actually really worth watching. Like, like somebody Annabelle was scary. Why? Why are you cheating, my nigga? I always cheat a little bit. You know that. Yeah. I know. I know. It's kind of crazy. You know, it's also crazy, crazy fucking. I think the scariest fucking horror story. Nigga, I am not watching this motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> What's the problem? I, think I, I already seen this in Scary Movie 3. <laughs> the problem is. Yo, for the record, for. We should do some of Scary Movie parody. We should have thrown that shit in there as well. But Scary Movie 1, 2, and 3 are great. 1 and 2, one and two are, are the great. best, but 3 is fucking great on its own merit. It's the same writers as The Naked oh, Gun, and it shows. As you said, as, as top... Hmm? You said it's the same writers as what? Naked, Naked Gun. Gun. Oh yeah, they're doing a remake on that too. Scary movie. Re, naked, uh, naked gun. What? Yeah. Who the fuck? There's I not a lot of people I can think of that honest. can do deadpan comedy, but honestly, the people that can do deadpan comedy are not comedy actors. It's people who are actually not com- comedic that do it the best. There's that's a, why, there's that's a, why you ever see I Think You Should Leave, Tone? Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> I'm showing Jay that. I'm that, showing Jay cough and flop. That show is a litmus test of type of humor that you enjoy. Yeah. Yep. Liam Neeson. Um, Liam Neeson, there's a show called Life is Short where Ricky, uh, there's this uh, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, what? I'll meet yourself. Hello? He fell into the Twilight Zone. And shit. He's, he's all deadpan. He's like, let's do comedy. Bro, bro no. I love you. I love you, but you didn't hear us. I kind of put the like ending outro on, and I told you I'll meet yourself, so we didn't hear anything you said. Whatever, nigga. I guess they'll find out next time. <laughs> well, don't Get worry, Tom. Still, it says you're still alive. We are still alive. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll explain what the fuck it is until this man may you, cut it you off. Could. Just don't beat yourself. So, so the what it is is Warwick Davis, who's from various films. I'm just gonna cut it short. He does a, like a show based off his life called Life Is Short, and he goes into a meeting with Ricky Gervais, and he's with Liam Neeson, and Liam Neeson tries to do comedy. 